0: all right so here we go let's break down this bill's dolphins matchup in orchard park 1 p.m eastern time the bills are favored by 14 points the last matchup they won 40 to nothing here we go (laughs) yo hey what's up it's chris from the bills dudes welcome to another episode halloween edition halloween weekend bills versus dolphins preview bills coming in at four and two the dolphins are now one and six ouch that stinks but before i get into that game I still want to talk a little bit about Tennessee. I know you kind of want to put in the past, you know, it's this zombie thing you want to bury in the graveyard and keep buried there. Michael Myers mask coming up from the grave, all that stuff. But I see a positive sign from the end of that game. There was this debate, like whether he should have kicked the field goal McDermott or whether they should have gone forward on that final play. And I thought about it during this bye week, because I'm sure many of you have as well as Bills players and to me, that's that's the evolution of McDermott right there. I often criticize him for being conservative and, you know, taking the, quote-unquote, taking the points. Um, I felt he turtled in the AFC Championship game last year against Kansas City because he was kicking field goals within the five-yard line. So what does he do? He looks at the analytics. Odds are that if you go for it in that situation, you have a greater chance of winning the game. The Bills had trouble stopping Derrick Henry. The, the Titans had their offense going. Um so McDermott, I think did the right thing there, even though Josh Allen slipped and they didn't get the first down and then we lost the game. I'm totally fine with it. And I hope he's that aggressive come playoff time. I hope he doesn't get uh conservative and, and it changes his, his mode of thinking once he's in a playoff situation and the stakes are high, but uh, that was totally the right move. And uh, I'm not worried about Tennessee. They're four and two. they'd be sure they beat the chiefs and bills back to back. They have a, Crucial game this week against the Colts. I think whoever wins that game probably wins the division. But I think the Colts' schedule kind of lines up, you know, pretty easy heading into the end of the year. Their their first stretch of their schedule, their first six games were brutal. And now after they play this Tennessee team, you know, they have the ja- they have Jacksonville twice, they have Houston one more time. So they're gonna have some easier games on their schedule. And we'll see if that division goes down to the uh goes down to the buzzer, goes down to the end of the season. Okay. Now Dolphins Bills Preview, coming up (coughs) right after this. Hey, what's up, everybody? Once again, shout out to Pepsi, the unofficial sponsor of the Bills Dudes podcast. Pepsi wants to wish you a happy Halloween. They want you to be safe, they want you to have fun, and they want you to enjoy an ice-cold pepsi this weekend crack one open listen to it fizz look at the jack-o-lanterns you and your family car take a sip think about the good old days you know you had a bmx bike you and your buddies would ride to the corner store maybe get a bunch of penny candy in a brown paper bag have a bottle of pepsi that back in that day there used to be glass bottles of pepsi enjoy that i'm talking to the older fans here the guys that have done it the guys that have been around guys that have seen the bills win then lose for a long time and now we're winning again i'm talking about you old school fans get yourself a glass bottle of pepsi somewhere get it on ebay go to the store have it shipped in from turkey whatever you need to do ice cold pepsi is here to win just like the bills will on sunday pepsi winning every damn day All right, so here we go. Let's break down this Bills-Dolphins matchup in Orchard Park, 1 p.m. Eastern time. The Bills are favored by 14 points. The last matchup, they won 40 to nothing. Here we go. What's going to happen? Well, first let me talk about this Dolphins team. Now, this Dolphins team, I'd say they're probably one of the most disappointing teams in the league besides the Chiefs. High expectations for this team. Brian Florey's got a lot of praise for being a good coach. Um, his, his team was amped up last year. A lot of it was based off Ryan Fitzpatrick's play, and now they have this Tua controversy hanging over their head. Their team is in disarray. They're one and six. They've had some bad losses, and wow, they're really a team going in reverse. If there's one game that they'd want desperately, it's this game. It could possibly make their season. I know the Bills have been on that previous seasons on the other end, just beating, like, one of the best teams in the league. Makes you feel great. Okay, positive thing. But here's the situation. They're not sure if they want Tua as their franchise quarterback. He's played well the last two games. I don't know if ownership believes in him. There's a, It's a very, very messy situation. Tua seems confident by it, but... When I watch him play, I just don't think he has it. He's one of the few players that plays quarterback that was not voted a captain. I don't know if he has the leadership qualities. He's got to show it on the field. And I just don't believe he can make enough deep passes and throws down the field where he can continually win games and put pressure on defenses. I think he's very limited in that respect. But they have Jalen Waddle. They've built an offense around him. They've had a lot of injuries. However, what they did was when they broke down their team a long time ago, a couple of years ago, and started getting picks. They traded Tunzel. They started trading people. Uh, they have an offensive line that is in disarray. It's decrepit. You saw the Bills take advantage of that uh, when they played them earlier in the season. So mm, I expect more of the same this game because although the pa- Bills pass rush hasn't quite been as emphatic in the last couple games as you would like this is one of those games where the pass rush can get right again feel good feel confident we haven't seen much from epineza lately rousseau has been kind of in and out ed oliver's been you know flash here flash there inconsistent so i would love to see this defensive line get its mojo back and get a lot of sacks and get a lot of pressures if they can get pressure on Tua early maybe he thinks about the the hit that he took where he had fractured ribs gets the ball out quicker makes some mistakes because here's another stat is that the bills defense actually has more interceptions on deep passes than deep passes completed this season okay and that's a huge stat that's one of the reasons why this defense is so good the bills come in as the number one ranked dvoa defense um, on football outsiders and by every right they deserve it and they've played well consistently except the tennessee game they had a little bit of a hiccup but they're right at the top of the charts in most of the categories in defense but let me get back to the dolphin situation here so you have this dolphin team that's coming in orchard park they're one and six Tua's may or may not be the franchise guy he's been discussing trade rumors with deshaun watson for all season long it seems Deshaun Watson only wants to go to Miami. There's a lot of pressure on Miami to make this deal. What's going to happen? And Tua is kind of just playing for his life. At this point, if I'm Tua, I'm thinking, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to do what I do in ball. So I feel like there's not a lot of pressure on him because he will have another chance with another team if he gets traded. Say he goes to the Texans, that's that's fine. He's still going to have a chance to be a starting quarterback, but Um, This season is definitely a lost season for the Dolphins at one and six. Even if they win this game, they essentially would have to go eight and one or whatever to make the playoffs. And there's no way that's going to happen, especially with this team. They have a lot of work to do. And it's an interesting situation because this Dolphins team, you know, two years ago, they they broke everything down. They traded. They had all these number one picks. and, And then. You know, it just goes to show you that you, you don't know what's going to happen with your draft picks. Some of them hit, some of them don't, but they had this arsenal of picks and they were going to get all these great players. And I don't see a lot of those guys popping right now for them. I mean, Waddle was a high draft pick. Um, they took Tua instead of Justin Herbert, which I think they're going to regret that for a long time. As long as Herbert's playing in the league, that's always going to be brought up in the conversation. But, you know, the Dolphins are a team that's just kind of in no man's right rather because they were supposed to take a step up and. Is Flores the coach next year? Is he gonna lose the team? Uh, Steven Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, he's an impatient guy, he wants to win. He's very much has his hands in the cookie jar by wanting to like have certain players and get rid of certain players and he wants to win right now. It's been, he's been on this hamster wheel of mediocrity for the last couple of years as the hope of these draft picks blossoming has maybe just failed, maybe it's died on the vine and they may have to go through it all over again. So we'll we'll see what happens there, but uh, Bills need to take care of business they're favored by 14. I'm just going to go over some stats on offense Um, the Dolphins have the 20th ranked passing yards per game the Bills have the 8th at 288.7 the Dolphins are 245.4 as far as rushing yards per game the Dolphins have one of the worst rushing attacks in the league they rush for 80 yards a game, whereas the Bills are 6th in the league in rushing yards per game at 130.7. Interesting, because a lot of people say the Bills don't run the ball that much. Um, total yards per game, 325.6, 28th. The Bills, 419.3, 6th in the league total yards per game. And points per game, the Bills are 2nd at 33.8, whereas the Dolphins are 29th and 18.1. The Dolphins do have a lot of trouble putting points on the boards and putting together sustained drives mostly because Tua has his moments where he kind of is inaccurate and also they don't run the ball that well because their offensive line is terrible so they can't get a good push up front all right so let's talk about the Bills going into this game you have an injury situation which puts the Bills on notice heading into the trade deadline which is November 2nd now Dawson Knox might be out a couple more weeks with a broken hand and Tommy Sweeney This is his chance to shine this is bill's chance to see what they have in tommy sweeney he's going to get a lot of snaps he's going to get a lot of plays can they run this offense with sweeney he's going to be a little he's not quite the players dawson knox there's going to be a little bit of of a downgrade there but let's see what he can do because if he can't the bills can you know knock on some doors see what's available as far as tight ends go i know zach Ertz was an early target early in the year for them but Knox played so well that the Bills didn't really need to to go after him. So Evan Ingram is a guy that comes up now as a tight end that's has one year left on his contract. Bills might want to just see what the what the what the price is there. And I think it always helps just in case something does happen to Dawson Knox that Evan Evan Ingram step up. I mean, he I'd say he's failed to meet expectations of what people thought how good of a tight end he would be when he came into the league. But You know he had a season where he had 577 yards receiving and i think he still can be a threat i think he still can salvage something with his career now he's played with daniel jones who's been inaccurate and consistent. the giants offensive line hasn't been that great but you know when he's been targeted and focused on the offense he's done a decent job so that's one option and i'm just going to talk about the trade deadline a little bit more is um there's another guy out there that i like to see the bills go after and that's hakeem hicks And he's got one year left on his contract. He had asked for a trade before. He hasn't been happy. The Bears seem to be going nowhere this season. Um, Could it be a situation where the Bills can get some defensive line help? Because I think they just don't have that like steady anchor. I mean, people play well in certain spots, but there's not a guy that's very consistent. And Hicks is, he's mean. He can push the pocket back. I would love to see him in this team. On, in this lineup on this team so i'm hoping the bills try to make a play because between evan ingram and hicks and I know, a lot of people talk about kyle fuller for the broncos who signed a one-year deal he's been kind of moved down the depth chart a little bit he's still a good corner i think he would fit well in this system now that's not a knock against levi wallace he's played well this season but the bills i think are been looking for that cb2 that's just a little bit better and more consistent than levi wallace because he, while wallace has played well this year you'll see teams in the second half pittsburgh did this specifically um i saw the titans trying to do this a little bit is that they'll just go after wallace and try to get him on an island and if the quarterback has enough time they'll just make throws in his direction and hope that he gets a pass interference penalty or you know he gets beat by his man but any of those three guys ingram hicks or fuller coming in would definitely help the bills and I want to talk about the other side of the coin here is the bills have some players. The bills are blessed with one of the deepest rosters in the league. The bills are blessed with, uh, the luxury of having to, maybe, maybe they can move players for picks at this time of year for teams that are looking to add some depth or add another player where they've sustained some injuries. So, I mean, you look at people like Vernon Butler, Mario Addison, um, we have, uh, young corners, um, teams might want to look to add depth and i think the bills really benefit by clearing some cap space and maybe dumping you know say a vernon butler or cody ford or you know mario addison or somebody who uh you know it's not going to be in the future plans for the bills so cut bait cut some cap off and um see what you can do there so Either way, I'd like to see the Bills try to make a move, but Bean is pretty consistent as far as, unless it's absolutely necessary, he he doesn't do it, which kudos to him because he's built a fantastic roster. Like I said, one of the rosters, best rosters in the NFL, one of the rosters with the most depth in the league. And by all means, Bean says, you know, we'll just stand pat and we don't need to really make a move or, or give up any draft capital to add somebody when our players are just fine. And the Bills have the luxury of rolling out 11 defensive linemen that are decent, that can make plays, and they'll choose to do that. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'd like to see them make a move for, for Hicks, though, if I'm rooting for one player. So the Bills will have a different look on offense for two reasons. One, Dawson Knox is out. So we'll see more Tommy Sweeney. I wonder if they go four wide with Gabe Davis. That's how they can change up that situation. And two, Spencer Brown, the right tackle, he will probably not make this game because of a back issue. So what that does is it's going to move some people around. I expect Daryl Williams to play the right tackle spot. Um, Ike Bodiger is going to come in. um, He'll play the other guard spot. So let's let's see how this goes. I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop-off, but I love seeing... was happening with Spencer Brown and his development on the offensive line. I think he was getting a lot of confidence. So here's what the Bills are doing on offense. Okay. Pass. I mean, defense. I'm sorry. Passing yards against per game. First, 180.5. They're only allowing 180 yards passing per game by opponents. The Dolphins, 30th. 297.4. 297.4. Rushing yards against per game. Dolphins are allowing 117. The Bills, 89. Total yards against per game. Dolphins are the worst in the league in total yards against per game. They're allowing almost 420 yards per game, where the Bills are only allowing 270. That's a huge difference. Points against. The Bills have only allowed 98 points against them this season. The Dolphins, 31st. Sacks. 27th, they have 11. The Dolphins, the Bills, they're 22nd league with 13 sacks. So when you look at the Dolphins on defense, and, and again, the Dolphins have a, they've had a very disappointing season. And when you look at with their DVOA rankings, they're on par with Detroit, Jacksonville. They're right in that zone. So Philly, they're they're right in that area when it looks you have enough numbers this season to say, this is who this team is. It's the same thing with the bills. Like they played six games, the offensive played seven games. This is who your team is. There's not a lot of like, they had an easy schedule. They played this team here, this team here. This is it. This is who we're dealing with. So there's no reason the bills can't go out there and handle their business as they should. I'm just wondering how they come out a little bit without Dawson Knox in there, but the Dolphins shouldn't have a lot of uh, resistance Like I said, they are on the ropes. I don't know if they even believe in themselves or believe they can make the playoffs. I don't know if they believe in Tua. There's a lot of question marks there. So I expect the Bills to just come out and do what they do against this team. Josh Allen has had his best games of his career against this Dolphins team. And I expect to see more of the same. And coming up, the Bills have a wonderful schedule stretch here. They have this Dolphin game, Jags, Jets. So next three games should be easy money, baby. And that's it. Josh Allen, do your thing. Bills win 38-13. Because that's what we do. We win, baby. Alright. This has been another Bills Dude Spectacular podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a happy Halloween. I hope you're safe. And I will talk to you next week. Bills Dudes! Let's do it, baby. What's going to happen? Well, first, let me talk about this Dolphins team. Now, this Dolphins team, I'd say they're probably one of the most disappointing teams in the league besides the Chiefs. High expectations for this team. Brian Flores got a lot of praise for being a good coach. Um, his, his team was amped up last year. A lot of it was based off Ryan Fitzpatrick's play, and now they have this Tua controversy hanging over their head. Their team is in disarray. They're 1-6. They've had some bad losses. And, wow, they're really a team going in reverse. If there's one game that they'd want desperately, it's this game. It could possibly make their season. I know the Bills have been on that in previous seasons on the other end, just beating, like, one of the best teams in the league makes you feel great. Okay, positive thing. But – Here's the situation. They're not sure if they want Tua as their franchise quarterback. He's played well the last two games. I don't know if ownership believes in him. There's a, It's a very, very messy situation. Tua seems confident by it, but when I watch him play, I just don't think he has it. He's one of the few players that plays quarterback that was not voted a captain. I don't know if he has the leadership qualities. He's got to show it on the field and... I just don't believe he can make enough deep passes and throws down the field where he can continually win games and put pressure on defenses. I think he's very limited in that respect, but they have Jalen Waddell. They've built an offense around him. They've had a lot of injuries. However, what they did was when they broke down their team a long time ago, a couple of years ago, and started getting picks. They traded Tunzel. They started trading people, uh, They have an offensive line that is in disarray. It's decrepit. You saw the Bills take advantage of that um, when they played them earlier in the season. So mm, I expect more of the same this game because although the Bills pass rush hasn't quite been as emphatic in the last couple games as you would like, this is one of those games where the pass rush can get right again, feel good, feel confident. Uh, We haven't seen much from Epineza lately. Rousseau's been kind of in and out. Ed Oliver's been, you know, flash here, flash there, inconsistent. So I would love to see this defensive line get its mojo back and get a lot of sacks and get a lot of pressures. If they can get pressure on Tua early, maybe he thinks about the the hit that he took where he had fractured ribs, gets the ball out quicker, makes some mistakes. Because here's another stat is that the Bills defense actually has more interceptions on deep passes than deep passes completed this season okay and that's a huge stat that's one of the reasons why this defense is so good bills come in as the number one ranked dvoa defense um, on football outsiders and by every right they deserve it and they've played well consistently except the tennessee game they had a little bit of a hiccup but they're right at the top of the charts in most of the categories in defense but let me get back to the dolphin situation here so you have this dolphin team that's coming in orchard park they're one and six Tua's may or may not be the franchise guy. He's been discussing trade rumors with Deshaun Watson for all season long, it seems. Deshaun Watson only wants to go to Miami. There's a lot of pressure on Miami to make this deal. What's going to happen? And Tua is kind of just playing for his life. At this point, if I'm Tua, I'm thinking, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to do what I do in ball. So I feel like there's not a lot of pressure on him because he will have another chance with another team if he gets traded. Say he goes to the Texans, that's that's fine. He's still going to have a chance to be a starting quarterback. But um, this season is definitely a lost season for the Dolphins at one and six. Even if they win this game, they essentially would have to go eight and one or whatever to make the playoffs, and there's no way that's going to happen, especially with this team. They have a lot of work to do, and it's an interesting situation because this Dolphins team, you know. Two years ago, they they broke everything down. They traded. They had all these number one picks. And then, you know, it just goes to show you that you don't know what's going to happen with your draft picks. Some of them hit. Some of them don't. But they had this arsenal of picks, and they were going to get all these great players. And I don't see a lot of those guys popping right now for them. I mean, Waddle was a high draft pick. Um, they took Tua instead of Justin Herbert, which I think they're going to regret that for a long time. As long as Herbert's playing in the league, that's always going to be brought up in the conversation. But... You know, the Dolphins are a team that's just kind of in no man's right right? because they were supposed to take a step up. And is Flores the coach next year? Is he going to lose the team? Uh, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, he's an impatient guy. He wants to win. He's very much has his hands in the cookie jar by wanting to, like, have certain players and get rid of certain players. And he wants to win right now. It's been he's been on this hamster wheel of mediocrity for the last couple of years as the hope of these draft picks blossoming has maybe just failed. Maybe it's died on the vine, and they may have to go through it all over again. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But um, the Bills need to take care of business. They're favored by 14. I'm just going to go over some stats on offense. Um, The Dolphins have the 20th ranked passing yards per game. The Bills have the 8th at 288.7. The Dolphins are 245.4. As far as rushing yards per game, the Dolphins have one of the worst rushing attacks in the league. They rush for 80 yards a game, whereas the Bills are sixth in the league in rushing yards per game at 130.7. Interesting, because a lot of people say the Bills don't run the ball that much. Um, Total yards per game, 325.6, 28th. The Bills, 419.3, sixth in the league total yards per game. And points per game, the Bills are second at 33.8, whereas the Dolphins are 29th and 18.1. The Dolphins do have a lot of trouble putting points on the boards and putting together sustained drives, mostly because Tua has his moments where he kind of is inaccurate. And also they don't run the ball that well because their offensive line is terrible. So they can't get a good push up front. All right. So let's talk about the bills going into this game. You have an injury situation, which puts the bills on notice heading into the trade deadline, which is November 2nd. Now Dawson Knox might be out a couple more weeks with a broken hand and Tommy Sweeney, this is his chance to shine. This is the Bills' chance to see what they have in Tommy Sweeney. He's going to get a lot of snaps. He's going to get a lot of plays. Can they run this offense with Sweeney? He's going to be a little, he's not quite the players Dawson Knox. There's going to be a little bit of a, of a downgrade there, but let's see what he can do because if he can't, the Bills can, you know, knock on some doors, see what's available as far as tight ends go. I know Zach Ertz was an early target early in the year for them, but. Knox played so well that the Bills didn't really need to to go after him. So Evan Ingram is a guy that comes up now as a tight end that's has one year left on his contract. Bills might want to just see what the what the what the price is there. And I think it always helps just in case something does happen to Dawson Knox. That you have Evan Ingram step up. I mean, he I'd say he's failed to meet expectations of what people thought how good of a tight end he would be when he came into the league. But you know, he had a season where he had 577 yards receiving, and I think he still can be a threat. I think he still can salvage something with his career. Now he's played with Daniel Jones, who's been inaccurate and consistent. The, the Giants offensive line hasn't been that great. But, you know, when he's been targeted and focused on the offense, he's done a decent job. So that's one option. And I'm just going to talk about the trade deadline a little bit more. Is um, There's another guy out there that I like to see the Bills go after, and that's Hakeem Hicks. And he's got one year left on his contract. He had asked for a trade before. He hasn't been happy. The Bears seem to be going nowhere this season. Um, could it be a situation where the Bills can get some defensive line help? Because I think they just don't have that like steady anchor. I mean, people play well in certain spots, but there's not a guy that's very consistent. And Hicks is hes mean. He can push the pocket back. I would love to see him in this team in this lineup on this team so i'm hoping the bills try to make a play because between evan ingram and hicks and I know a lot of people talk about kyle fuller for the broncos who signed a one-year deal he's been kind of moved on the depth chart a little bit he's still a good corner i think he would fit well in this system now leave that's not a knock against levi wallace he's played well this season but the bills i think are been looking for that cb2 that's just a little bit better and more consistent than levi wallace because while wallace has played well this year you'll see teams in the second half pittsburgh did this specifically um i saw the titans trying to do this a little bit is that they'll just go after wallace and try to get him on an island and if the quarterback has enough time they'll just make throws in his direction and hope that he gets a pass interference penalty or you know he gets beat by his man but any of those three guys ingram hicks or fuller coming in would definitely help the bills and I want to talk about the other side of the coin here is the bills have some players. The bills are blessed with one of the deepest rosters in the league. The bills are blessed with, uh, the luxury of having to, maybe, maybe they can move players for picks at this time of year for teams that are looking to add some depth or add another player where they've sustained some injuries. So, I mean, you look at people like Vernon Butler, Mario Addison, um, we have uh, young corners, um, teams might want to look to add depth. And I think the bills really benefit by clearing some cap space and maybe dumping, you know, say a Vernon Butler or Cody Ford or, you know, Mario Addison or somebody who, uh, you know, it's not going to be in the future plans for the bills. So cut bait, cut some cap off and um, see what you can do there. So Either way, I'd like to see the Bills try to make a move, but Bean is pretty consistent as far as, unless it's absolutely necessary, he doesn't do it, which kudos to him because he's built a fantastic roster. Like I said, one of the rosters, best rosters in the NFL, one of the rosters with the most depth in the league, and by all means, Bean says, you know, we'll just stand pat and we don't need to really make a move or, or give up any draft capital to add somebody when our players are just fine. And the Bills have the luxury of rolling out 11 defensive linemen that are decent, that can make plays, and they'll choose to do that. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'd like to see them make a move for for Hicks, though, if I'm rooting for one player. So the Bills will have a different look on offense for two reasons. One, Dawson Knox is out, so we'll see more Tommy Sweeney. I wonder if they go four wide with Gabe Davis. That's how they can change up that situation. And two, Spencer Brown, the right tackle, he will probably not make this game because of a back issue. So what that does is it's you're going to, have to move some people around that expect Daryl Williams to play the right tackle spot. Um, I, Ike Bodiger is going to come in um, and he'll play the other guard spot. So let's, let's see how this goes. I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop off, but I love seeing what was happening with Spencer Brown and his development on the offensive line. I think it was getting a lot of confidence. So, Here's what the Bills are doing on offense, okay? Pass, I mean defense, I'm sorry. Passing yards against per game. First, 180.5. They're they're only allowing 180 yards passing per game by opponents. The Dolphins, 30th, 297.4. Rushing yards against per game. Dolphins are allowing 117. The Bills, 89. Total yards against per game. Dolphins are the worst in the league in total yards against per game. They're allowing almost 420 yards per game where the Bills are only allowing 270. That's a huge difference. Points against, the Bills have only allowed 98 points against them this season. The Dolphins 31st. Sacks, 27th. They have 11, the Dolphins. The Bills, they're 22nd league with 13 sacks. So when you look at The Dolphins on defense, and and again, the Dolphins have had a very disappointing season. And when you look at their DVOA rankings, they're on par with Detroit, Jacksonville. They're right in that zone. So uh, Philly, they're, they're right in that area when it looks, you have enough numbers this season to say this is who this team is. It's the same thing with the Bills. Like they played six games, Dolphins have played seven games. This is who your team is. There's not a lot of like they're they had an easy schedule they played this team here this team here this is it this is who we're dealing with so there's no reason the bills can't go out there and handle their business as they should i'm just wondering how they come out a little bit without dawson Knox in there but the dolphins shouldn't have a lot of uh resistance um like i said they are on the ropes i don't know if they even believe in themselves or believe they can make the playoffs i don't know if they believe in tua there's a lot of question marks there so uh, I expect the Bills to just come out and do what they do against this team. Josh Allen has had his best games of his career against this Dolphins team, and I expect to see more of the same. And coming up, the Bills have a wonderful schedule stretch here. They have this Dolphin game, Jags, Jets. So next three games should be easy money, baby. And that's it. Josh Allen, do your thing. Bills win 38-13 because that's what we do. We win, baby. All right. This has been another Bills Dude Spectacular podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a happy Halloween. I hope you're safe. And I will talk to you next week. Bills Dudes, let's do it, baby.